podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday the day before Liverpool take on Brighton in our return to Premier League action following the passing of the Queen and then the international break. It has been almost a month since Liverpool played Everton in the Premier League, which is ridiculous. But we are back in the words of Stringer Bell. Put the word out. We back up. It should be a really good opportunity for Liverpool to re-establish themselves this season because Brighton have obviously had some turmoil. They had their manager leave. They haven't played in even longer than us because we had two Champions League games. They haven't played since that weekend in September because the first game, obviously, those that round of games was called off for the Queen's death. And the following weekend... Their game against Crystal Palace was due to be called off because of the rail strikes. When the strikes were cancelled, the game was just left off anyway. So they've not played in longer than us. They've lost their manager. They've got a new manager in. We could catch them a little bit cold. We could catch them a little bit unsure of themselves. You would imagine there'll be some tweaks to how they play, shape, system, so it's an opportunity for us, more established, more knowing of what we want to do, to go out and put in a performance and get a result. We need a result. We have a lot of games coming up this month, nine in total. Six in the league, three in the European Cup. We need to start this month properly. We need to beat Brighton. Uh, other games this month, many of which are late kickoffs, including the Leeds game. The Leeds game will now take place at, oh, sorry, on the 29th of October at 7.45 p.m., which is just awful. A Saturday night game is just crap. Um Seven of Liverpool's nine, seven of Liverpool's next nine games have a kickoff time of four thirty p.m. or later. Now, obviously, this Brighton game does not. It's a three p.m. kickoff. Then it's Rangers at eight, Arsenal at four thirty on a Sunday, Ajax at eight p.m., City at four thirty, West Ham seven thirty midweek, Leeds seven forty-five. Nottingham Forest on the 22nd, 
and this Brighton game is the only exception. Uh, the Forest game is a 12.30 kickoff. So we have one 3pm kickoff in the entire month. It's the only game of ours that isn't televised. Every other game is televised. You get BT Sport for the Champions League games, Arsenal, City, and Leeds are all on Sky. The Nottingham Forest game is also on BT Sport, and the West Ham game will be on Amazon Prime. So all things considered, it's... uh, it's a lot of television for the Reds. It really is. Liverpool have three players returning to training. Cuevin Kelleher is back in training finally. Uh, he has been out since the summer with the groin injury. He got injured at the end of last season when he went away on international break or on the international games. Um, so he's back. Ibu's back and Calvin Ramsey is back. Now, Ramsey, I'd imagine, will take some time to ramp up. Kelleher will take some time to ramp up, but Ibu should be good to go. He had pre-season. The other two did not. Andy Robertson, Nabi Keita, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Curtis Jones and Kate Gordon all out for the time being. The full-team squad that was in training on Thursday, Ali, Quivin, Adrian, Pitaluga and Rozek, who are obviously on loan, but they're training at the club. Uh, Van Dijk, Gomez, Phillips, Matip, Kanate, Trent, Ramsey and Simicus. Fabinho, Basetic, Thiago, Milner, Henderson, Arthur, Elliot and Carvalho. Salah and Firmino. Diaz and Nunes having just travelled back. Uh, from South America didn't train, but you'd imagine they'll train today. Uh, Jordan Henderson unimpressed by Matt Hancock's cheap shot during the pandemic. Henderson felt the position of former health secretary Matt Hancock over footballers in the pay during the pandemic was a cheap shot, a deflection on the, of, of the pressure he was under. I mean, Matt Hancock is an arsehole. And Henderson is right to call him out. Matt Hancock did about as bad a job as you possibly could in the role of health secretary. And it is right that people call him out because he failed in his job. He tried to deflect attention from how poor he was. And uh, it's good to see people call him out. Liverpool's wide threat, a big fear amid uncertainty of Potterless Brighton. Interesting, so give that a a read. Ten of Bill Shankly's best LFC quotes. In my time at Anfield, we always said we had the two best teams on Merseyside, Liverpool and Liverpool Reserves. My idea was to build Liverpool into a bastion of invincibility, You know, Napoleon had that idea and he conquered the bloody world. And that's what I want, for Liverpool to be untouchable. My idea was to build Liverpool up and up and up until eventually everyone would would have to submit and give in. And people think this fella would be celebrating second place. At a football club, there's a holy trinity. The players, the manager and the supporters. 
directors don't come into it. They're only there to sign the checks. Regarding the, the this is Anfield signing, uh, sign rather, it's there to remind our lads who they're playing for and to remind the opposition who they're playing against. This has always been my favourite. If Everton were playing at the bottom of my garden, I'd shut the curtains. I, I, I love that. Um, the socialism I believe in is everyone working for each other, everyone having a share of the rewards. It's the way I see football, the way I see life. Again, people could do with having a bit more of a, of a look at what Shankly used to say. For a player to be good enough to play for Liverpool, he must be prepared to run through a brick wall for me, then come out fighting on the other side. Some people believe football is a matter of life and death. I'm very disappointed with that attitude. I can assure you it's much, much more important than that. If you're not sure what to do with the ball, pop it in the net and we'll discuss your options afterwards. I thought that was Bob Paisley that said that. Must have been Shanks. I always thought that was Paisley. Liverpool was made for me and I was made for Liverpool. You will note that nowhere among these is the saying... If you can't support us when we lose or draw, don't support us when we win. Because Bill Shankly never said that. That's something that was made up on Facebook about 10 years ago. And odd people still trot it out every now and then. You think the fella who said football was more important than life and death would say something like that? You think the guy that compared building a football club to Napoleon and a bastion of invincibility believed that nonsense that you should support us in all not garbage um martin skirtle was asked whether he would pick oh these are the questions he was asked so um this is before the legends game best penalty taker stevie best free kick taker stevie suarez is better than stevie best playmaker phil coutinho Best centre-back, he said, Cara. Should have been Danny Agger. Best full-back, Glenn Johnson. And that, all that says is that Skirtle played with some dreadful full-backs at Liverpool. Best left-footed player, Daniel Agger. And best centre-forward, Louis Suarez. He said it was a difficult choice to pick Suarez. But, yeah, you'd assume Torres was the other option there. But, look, Suarez is absolutely the answer that you want. On to... Liverpool.com, Jurgen Klopp handed second injury boost as major headache could finally be solved. This is about Calvin Ramsey. Mohamed Salah makes Liverpool transfer request as Jurgen Klopp wants to sign 31 million midfielder. This is the media digest thing, so this is probably nonsense, but we'll have a look anyway. Um, Jude Bellingham praised. Uh, Henderson spoke about Bellingham. Mohamed Salah requests Liverpool are eyeing up a move for, for a 21-year-old Egyptian at the request of Salah. It doesn't name the player. It just says valued at 5 million by Egyptian club Pyramid, 
the Reds are said to be tracking him. Salah is supposed to be encouraged Liverpool to take a look at the winger. It does not say who the player is. So Graham Bailey is the person that's reported this. Uh, wouldn't necessarily put put too much in um in that. Have a quick gander. Ibrahim Adele, twenty one from Port Said in Egypt, four caps for Egypt, seventeen goals in fifty seven league games for Pyramid. And let's have a look. He is a right-footed left winger. 22 goals, 9 assists in 78 games at all levels. That's club and country. No, that's just club. Sorry, that's just club. Um, That's not bad. At 5,000 minutes, 22 goals, 9 assists. Can play a multitude of attacking positions by the looks of it. Maybe. I don't know. I have doubts. I, I would genuinely have quite serious doubts. Um, in, in other news, um, the... There's a uh, the thirty one million transfer is uh, Sander Burge. No, if we were going to sign him, it would have been the end of the summer when we were kind of desperate. It's not going to happen now. Liverpool are about to face double unknown quantity as Jurgen Klopp weapon could turn on him. Two choices: Liverpool must still make as FSG face contract and transfer call after first dilemma. This is Bobby and Naby, uh, both obviously had a contract at the end of the year. Liverpool transfer plan B should be bumped up the list as Jurgen Klopp has 125 million. Oh, this is the this is the Barella thing we looked at yesterday. Uh, what is this? PSG can point Liverpool to two new Aurelian Chuameni transfer alternatives amid Arthur Truth. Liverpool missing out on signing Raleigh and Chiumeni in the summer. They opted not to purchase an alternative. Jurgen Klopp was adamant he had enough midfielders and hijacked our summer. Uh, he didn't write that. I said it. Uh, so in came Arthur. Blah, blah, blah. If you look for the player most like Chiumeni and FB Ref, you get Thiago. Declan Rice, Rodri, Steel Spearings, no, absolutely not. Yuri Thielemans, no, too slow. Johan Lepinant. Um, 
experience isn't good enough to play for Liverpool. He just isn't. He's a good player. He's not good enough to play for Liverpool. If he came to England, he'd be playing for, oh, Southampton maybe. Um, he's a good he's a good player, but he's a defense. He's he's an attacking player. It's not what we need. He's far more attacking than what we're looking for. Um, Lepinant is interesting though. He signed for Leon in the summer. Now, if we were signing someone from Leon to play in midfield, the player to go for is Takare because he just fits like a glove, and he would be the ideal Thiago successor. Um, so no, we won't bother with any more of that. We will move on to AnfieldIndex.com. We have two new pieces up. Sam Maguire is Jude Bellingham worth 130 million. Give that one a read there. And Liverpool versus Brighton, Give Him Hell by Steve Smith. Make sure you give that one a read. Podcast-wise, there is absolutely loads. Uh, we've had a ton of stuff out this weekend. There's three scouted. There's an under pressure. There's a new rival recon. Uh, Harry joined by Andy Naylor of The Athletic to discuss Liverpool versus Brighton. There is a new Scouser Tommies with Jim and Jay. So make sure you listen to that. That's always a good podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, there is a new Minefield, which you should always listen to Minefield. It is just, it's second to none. There's a new under pressure, like I said, and the Anfield Index podcast will be recorded tonight uh, with Trev. I'm going to guess Lisa Marie, Guy, Carl, Cam, some collection of that group. It is Guy and Lisa Marie joining Trev. So make sure you give that one a listen and that will do me for the week. I will see you all on Monday. Hopefully, hopefully to discuss three points. Otherwise, well, otherwise things might be a bit ugly. See you then. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.